So, um, welcome to One Gay Man's Opinion, another episode. I just finished enjoying some garlic bread and actually have some time to record. This is my only day off this week in this beautiful March, a month of March. And uh, I've taken some time to think about what I want to do this episode. And this episode is going to be about cancel culture. Uh, we seem to be in plenty of it uh, right now. Uh, Joe Rogan had another doctor or somebody on who contradicted uh, the fear of Fucci and all the uh, criminals, especially this administration in the White House. And so, you know, now we have the war in Ukraine, the warmongers, they're, um, you know, beating the war drums, they want war. Uh, but yet Joe Biden's son on the Ukraine gas board, oh no, uh, Putin is such an evil person and all this and that. And it's like, well, if we focus on what's at home here with us, we're not that far different ourselves. It's just Putin is the enemy and gives some for the Democrats to... Uh, to tackle. So this uh, thing today, I want to push some boundaries. So I have uh, two uh, videos of some famous uh, left-wing videos of people uh, hating Trump and getting away with it and then showing the hypocrisy about going from the Democrats to the Republicans and seeing their personality differences between the two. Because you see folks I've learned that Democrats uh, do not tolerate dissidents. Joe Rogan was the latest example that I had. If you go against uh, our Fira Fucci, who failed miserably during his time during the AIDS epidemic, and yet he's you know been in office. Uh, so then you see that, and then you see oh who's texting me? I just got on this thing. Uh, who's who's texting? Oh, okay, I gotta end it. But, um, yeah, so I need to make this section quick, or not quick, but because I have some commitments coming up. So let me see if I can somehow play these two videos, see if you can hear it, and then we'll do the hundred quotes or so of people I just thought of. But l let me play these two films, and if you think I'm vulgar and listen to them, let me show you the hypocrisy, because I'm trying to demonstrate to you where do you draw the line of cancel culture? Where do you draw the line of free speech? How do you do this and get away with it? And now, unlike when Republicans are in charge, hey, criticize Republican all you want, great. Criticize the Democrats and you're, and you're canceled out. So at what point do we draw? Anyway, let me uh, learn how to get these, these videos. Uh, let's do the first one, and then I'll click around into the second one, and you tell me... Uh, what you think of them. Let me see if I can do this right. Yes! I'm angry! Yes! I am outraged! Yes! I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. But I know that this won't change anything. We cannot fall into despair. As the poet W.H. Auden once wrote on the eve of World War II, we must love 
one another or die. I choose love. Uh, so that, members of the One Gay Man's Opinion, uh, if you thought of Madonna on her walk, uh, Women's March in Washington, D.C., and you thought of Madonna, then um, good for you. A plus. Uh, and that's Madonna. And that's what she said. Now imagine if I went up there and I, and I said, hey, I want to bomb the White House. And remember how in my first podcast, going all the way back, I said that Black Lives Matter, they get a pass, and oh my God, they're expressing themselves, and then, uh, what is it, June 6th, January 6th, when the supposed white supremacists, and the whole thing about Chuck Norris uh, being there, and oh my God, and all this and that. Let me, now now let's play this one, and then you tell me how, how you think the hypocrisy is. And let me see if I can get it. Let's uh, do this one here. I made a mistake and I was wrong. The apology came just hours after the images went viral. Kathy Griffin holding a bloodied likeness of President Donald Trump's head. The image is too disturbing. I understand how it offends people. It was not enough for the president. Tweeting this morning, Kathy Griffin should be ashamed of herself. My children, especially my 11-year-old son, Barron, are having a hard time with this. Sick. The first lady followed. As a mother, a wife, and a human being, that photo is very disturbing. It makes you wonder about the mental health of the person who did it. This is fake blood, just so you know. The 56-year-old joked during the photo shoot about the possible reaction from law enforcement. We have to move to Mexico today, because we're going to Not a joke for the Secret Service, which looks into any possible threat to the president. People weren't laughing online either, calling it disgusting repugnant, shocking. Chelsea Clinton tweeted, this is vile and wrong. It is never funny to joke about killing a president. You don't even know what you're talking about. Today, CNN announced that Griffin would not be hosting the network's New Year's Eve live show, a job she has done for a decade. Senator Al Franken was tough on his fellow comedian, but not ready to cancel an appearance with Griffin in July. She did make a very heartfelt, fulsome apology. I think she was thinking she was making some artistic statement, but that image has no place in our political dialogue. At a time of deep political divisions, a rare agreement over what defines bad taste. Stephanie Gosk, NBC News. Uh, so I hope that recording works. Uh, for those of you who have heard it or didn't hear it, let me play with the volume. Um, that was the despicable uh, Kathy Griffin, who I guess at one time was a popular... Oops, I need to turn that down. I'm learning how these things on this program... Okay, let me turn that down. So, I, so according to this, I'm not yelling at you. Um, so... Apparently, you know, federal prison, making fun of a president, yada, yada, yada. I don't think, even if they did, I don't think she'd actually serve jail time. She'll get a little slap on the wrist, and then she'll be back to the Communist News Network doing business as usual. So, those two ladies, I picked them because they are left-winging people, and yet they're not canceled. Uh, Madonna, as far as I know, was never arrested, charged. Uh, the Secret Service may have investigated, but as far as I know, there's nothing uh, formally on paper. 
so on and so forth. And then Kathy Griffin, she's still a multimillionaire, hating this country, hating capitalism like she whatever, but yet she's made her money off of working and being a comedian for whatever, however many time years of her life. So it's very, very hypocritical. And I point played that to show you that right now in this country, under this administration, unlike Trump and Republicans, I've learned, you can criticize us all you want and we won't do anything with you. Apparently Trump will tweet it, but nothing happens. Uh, you have Democrats in office right now and Joe Rogan and others. If you don't follow suit, you're canceled. If you don't go with the warmongering right now, you're canceled, and that's disgusting. And this is mainstream, uh, the mainstream stuff. And they wonder why society is full of degenerates. They wonder why people don't care to listen to them. So, uh, okay, so those are the famous quotes. So now, okay, so now, 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 now you get what I'm getting at with that. Now let's go to these uh, famous quotes. I have a hundred quotes of people. I've thought of everything from Dr. Seuss, Mandela, I thought of Steve Jobs, I thought of just, uh, I mean, uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, for, her, for some reason Margaret Thatcher came to mind. So let me look at these quotes and tell me if you would cancel culture uh, them out. Okay, first one I have that I thought of is actually Nelson, Nelson Mandela. The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Cancel culture, Nelson Mandela, you know, South Africa apartheid, hmm, you know, cancel him out. Why not? Um, oh, this one. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Sounds good. If you thought Walt Disney, you're correct. Uh, Walt Disney, the white, evil, racist filmmaking person, but yet his company is now the most dominating one on the market of like Netflix and all these things that they're doing. So supposedly a, a white supremacist racist, but yet his company is still the number one for like all this sort of stuff. Okay, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Uh, Steve Jobs did that one. Cancel culture? Hmm, I'll let you decide. If life were, were predictable, it would cease to be life and be without flavor. Eleanor Roosevelt, cancel culture. Um, let's see. Ooh, Oprah Winfrey. I haven't thought of her in a long time, but I thought of the Oprah Winfrey network. And Oprah, we got to cancel her out because she's black, and that's not politically correct. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, speaking of that cow next to uh, Rosie O'Donnell, what happened to Oprah Winfrey? I haven't heard her network. I don't think they call it the Oprah Winfrey Network. It's the something. It, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Cancel culture? Hmm, not politically correct. She is a black woman. She's a black famous woman. Cancel culture? Hmm, I'll let you decide on that one. Uh, let's go to uh, this one. Oh, this one's a Republican. It was a, let's see, inflation is a violent as a mugger as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Ronald Reagan. Cancel him. He's a Republican. So cancel this one out. Mm-hmm. We can't have that. Let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer, but the right answer. 
Let us not seek to fix the blame for the past. Let us accept our own responsibility for the future. Oh, no, you got to have that one. That's John F. Kennedy, uh, the one who was fucking everything that had a hole. Uh, sleep with Marilyn Monroe, sleeping with any woman that that he could. Oh, no, he, he, he but, but he's a Democrat. So, you know, we'll just we'll just, you know, g g give him a pass. Oh, here we go. If you put the federal government in charge of the Sahara Desert in five years, there would be a shortage of sand. Now, that one's actually good. That's Milton Friedman. He's the famous uh, right-wing Republican economist who, you know, trickled down and all that. Oh, my God. But, you know, hey, there's something funny with that one. So, do-do-do. Uh, if life were, were predictable, it would cease to be... Okay, we already did that one, did that one. Uh, which one? Oh, here we go. Here's a, a hippie from the 60s who... Um, uh, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. That's uh, John Lennon. So, interesting on that one. Um, spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. Mother Teresa. Okay, that's nice. Cancel culture. Mother Teresa. Catholic mother. Man, yeah, I'll let you decide on that one. Oh, here we go. I thought of Benjamin Franklin, uh, a founding father. He's a white supremacist, evil racist. But here we go. Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. Benjamin Franklin. Oops, you can't have him. He's a white racist founding father. Oh, no, we can't have that one. Uh, next one. Ooh, Aristotle, Greek. Oh, but we can't have Greek because the Greeks uh, dominated the world. But let's go with Aristotle. Uh, it is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. Oh, but we can't have Aristotle. Oh, no, we can't have the Greek and Rome. Oh, no, we can't have that. Oh, no, no. Uh, let's see here. What other names did I think of? Uh, that would be kind of to demonstrate the point. Oh, another one from Benjamin Franklin. Uh, no, okay, no, that one, we already, okay. It is during, okay, I did it, uh, I, I came up with some of these, come on. Uh, in the end, it's not the years in your life that count, it's the lives in your years. And if you thought Abraham Lincoln, that's correct. Abraham Lincoln, the supposed savior of the blacks in the South, uh, when really he was not, he wasn't much better. Uh, it was a, a certain letter, I forget which letter it was, but there was a couple of letters that were being passed around where Lincoln freedom because it was a political ploy and he wasn't much better uh, than the South as far as the slaves go. But, but that's okay, the history books and let all the liberal communists think that he was the savior of the world and let them think that he was so good like they do and let them fantasize even though the reality is different. But my reality is different from theirs, so let let them let them think what they want, because truth is nothing more than repeatable observations. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Babe Ruth, interesting. Okay, I like that one. Oh, I said Dr. Seuss, so I found one with Dr. Seuss, and I kind of like this one. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. So, hey, I like that I like that one for some reason, but I could bash it because of the today's political correctness and today's uh, government, I could bash it. Um, I do need to kind of get going, uh, so I have a couple more minutes, and I'm going to stop this, see, listen to it, see how it works. But do you get the point of this section? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to demonstrate a point that where do you draw the line of uh, cancel culture? Where do you draw this line? How do you draw it? 
what is acceptable, what is not. I just played you Kathy Griffin and Madonna, people who are very left-winged and who got away with what they did. Now, they may have been investigated by the Secret Service, but I have yet to kind of know, did, you know, nothing formally char. They said, oh, but that's free speech, so where do you draw the line of free speech and all this and that? So anyway, that's the part you get. Okay, one more. Margaret Thatcher. I am extraordinarily patient, provided I get my own way in the end. Ha, ha, ha. Margaret Thatcher. I haven't thought about that woman. She's an 80s moment next to, um, uh, uh, oh, who was president with Margaret? Uh, Reagan and the, and the Baltics and all that. Okay, here we go. Andrew Jackson, the one who uh, marked the um, Cherokee in the Trail of Tears and the Supreme Court Justice who said, no, you can't do it. And then Andrew Jackson told the judge, I have to get the judge's name, and said, make me, because he controlled. So they did the Indian Removal Act because Andrew Jackson, oh my God, and all that. I wept for the liberty of my country when I see at this uh, early day of its successful experiment that corruption has been imputed to many members of the House of Representatives and the rights of the people have been uh, bartered for promises of office. Well, you know what? Okay, okay, I like that one. You know what? I have to come up with my own famous quote. This would be my famous quote. We hang the pretty thieves uh, on in rope but we elect the greatest thieves in office. Ha, 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 ha. I have to maybe think of it like this. We condemn the petty thieves, but elect the greatest thieves to office. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, uh, so this is the first part. I will come back and make a second part. So this segment, I actually, it's been about a month, and I saw the invoice for... Uh, the, the podcasting service charged my credit card and I forgot that I haven't made a podcast so I forgot about the first part this next part is going to be related to uh, how do we cope with things so that's what this segment's going to be about and then I need to uh, publish it because according to the billing cycle it's like oops I haven't done anything yet so it's this next segment, and then it's going to be short, unfortunately, but it's going to be about uh, coping mechanisms. Maybe not sort of mechanisms. This past month, 45 hours a week, and it's it's been stressful, which it is. Welcome to the working class. Uh, when you're in the working class and you're not in the top 10% with passive income, welcome to, you know, the working class. But... Um, how you deal with situations is going to make the world a difference. And this is 45 hours a week. There were times to be angry, and there were times to be happy and sad and all that. But for the times that you were, it was there to be angry, um, I, I decided, and I'll let you know how I, if I get in trouble next week for my supervisors next week, I'll let you know in like a month or two. But uh, you, you sometimes you just have to find the humor in and in, in, in everything and just move on. You can get angry, you can get upset, and how you feel is perfectly justified. That's how you feel, that's how you should be, great. But there's also... Uh, how do you cope with that? And I just I decided to laugh and just laugh at it. And humor can be the best medicine. 
So when we laugh, you just move on. And then you have funny stories to tell. And then you can look back later and say, oh, this happened, and you'll find the humor in it. And in the moment, it's serious. But uh, in in that moment, uh, that's all you can find is just the humor and laugh at it. Because you can get angry, you can storm out, you can get mad. So that's what this little segment is about, is find the humor in situations uh, to cope with things on the daily. And then just move on. And that's, I think I made that point very clear. So, as you can tell, I am rather tired. So that was that segment. Now for this segment, I'm looking over the Drudge Report. Mm. Oh, I get today and tomorrow off. Today, the April 29th of the One Gay Man's Opinion, even though it's not really much. But uh, I'm looking over Drudge, trying to see what's going on in this world. Uh, a Putin could declare World War Three in two days. Um, you already know my opinion. I don't have to re-explain that one. Um, you know my opinion. We're not going to World War Three, folks. That that's just to try to get us scared for whatever reason. Uh, okay, here's something interesting. Uh, is it? Do I read this right? Alec Baldwin calls for more gun control in America. Hmm. Okay, interesting. I don't know why he'd be calling for it. He's an actor, and the gun he shot apparently was live ammunition, and I guess they're going bonkers. Uh, he won't go to jail. I'll tell you what, if I did something similar at a local theater, I'd be in jail, I'd be beaten, I'd be throwing the whole book at me and get death penalty. This guy does it. I don't hear him getting death penalty. I don't hear him going to jail. And in fact, I'm reading this article and it's crap. This is terrible writing. So I'm not even going to do it. And the video is also crap. So let's go on to the next thing. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, it just refreshed again. So I just lost it. Oh, come on. I, I, the one thing I don't like, it refreshes like every five minutes or something. So you just look at it just enough and then boop, it runs with it. With the run on defense, not quarterbacks, this NFL draft got weird. Okay, so let's say um, Colin Caper Pimpleneck, a uh, need for the American flag to protest. Okay. How much money can you just be before you just say millionaires versus the billionaires? You're telling me that, uh, what was it, the baseball, NFL or baseball, 800000 and they wouldn't work unless they got more? People, I would love 800000 income. So you know what? You have an audience watching. Get your things down. And if you can't make a living off of 800000 and get your affairs in order, something's wrong with you. So that's what I have to say about that. Um, hmm, let me see, what else we got here? Do I really care about Johnny Depp and the ex-wife or ex-mistress, whatever we want to call her, answer no. I'm on the BBC now, trying to find something good to talk about in this podcast, but it's Johnny Depp, Depp v. Heard. Do I really care? Answer no. Um... West Ham, who cares? Um, 
Try to find something decent. Oh, great. So what I tried to do is I tried to get local news from my area. Uh, went to Google. Mm. Oh, okay. Give me. Okay. Okay. What? What? Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Apparently, Sophie was chasing something in the backyard, and she's giving me that look. And whenever she gives me that look, that means it's time to go for a walk around the neighborhood. Which means we're going to make a four or five hour little trip out of this. So I'll let this podcast stand with dignity, whatever is there that it has. And I will talk to you next month.